Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Not So Native Podcast. Let me introduce your host. My name is Rob Lamb. And I'm Aaron Bailey. Kick back and let us take you on a journey as we explore some of Arizona's most fascinating people, places, and things to do. Are you ready? Deciding where to grow your money isn't difficult. Do what we did at the Not So Native Podcast and go with a local financial leader who has deep ties in your community. Credit Union West has been serving their neighbors since 1951, offering high-yield savings accounts, affordable loans, and by contributing to local charities you care about. Join today at www.cuwest.org or drop by one of their many local branches. They'll be glad to see you. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the recap episode. Thank you all for joining us for the Not So Native Podcast Season 3. It's kind of where Aaron and I go back and forth over what we heard and what we did for the season. But before we get into that, let us thank our sponsors. I'd like to thank Credit Union West for being a sponsor of the Season 3 of the Not So Native Podcast. If you're looking for local banking, if you're looking for someone to know your name when you go in there... See Credit Union West. You can check them out at cuwest.org. Yes, and they get an MLR, Mary Reha, out of the uh, MLR tax professionals. If you're looking for a tax professional of uh, any kind, someone that knows what they're doing, hit up MLR uh, in Goodyear, and we'll do, uh, do well to take care of you. MLRProtax.com. Thanks for commercial, Rob. Appreciate that. <laughs> well, you know, just got to do what we do best. So the, you want to tell everybody where we're at again? So we're at Red's Bar and Grill, where we were at last year. Uh, this is our going to be our, our new spot here. It's a beautiful patio, good food, good drink, uh, good uh, good scenery. A little hot right now. What is a good 108 degrees here on this August evening? A little sticky with the misters. Thank God for the misters, though, and a little bit of a breeze. So if you hear the uh, if you hear some ambiance, that's a uh, bustling. Uh, Red's Bar and Grill behind us here. So, Rob, let me ask you, native or not so? Not so native. <laughs> That's been a great leading question for our guests. I think that it helps to break the ice and it helps people know that not everybody from is from Arizona, but not everybody is not from Arizona either. There's a, a lot of long-term residents here. You know, I mean, there's people as old as you here, so that's good. <laughs> Got jokes, Rob Lamb. I don't worry. I can edit the uh, the non funny ones out, so it's all good. So, but, uh, so this season we did a, a variety of things all over downtown Phoenix, and that was Roosevelt, Roosevelt Row. That was great. We got some help from our friends over at Local First Arizona. Ladies and gentlemen, support local because ninety percent of your dollars stay in the local community. So thank you very much for those of you that do shop local and check us out at localfirstaz.com or .org, sorry. Anyway, we did the Capitol Museum, Arizona Capitol Museum. Most people go visit this when they're, when did you go? Did you ever go to the Capitol Museum? I've not been to the Capitol Museum. Uh, I feel like I've been there just listening to the episode, but I was not able to attend that evening, but felt like I, I took a virtual walkthrough just uh from listening to the conversation, editing through that episode. 
So a lot of kids that go to public school in Arizona go to the Capitol Museum if they live in the Phoenix metro area, usually around fourth grade. And that's when they, they get to experience that. But I'm going to tell you that the ladies over at the Capitol Museum between Dory, Stephanie, and Naomi, they did a fantastic job of kind of illustrating the history of Arizona in the Capitol. Uh, it, was, it was fantastic. I certainly enjoyed getting to know them and getting to hear the history. Uh, there's also a whole bunch of exhibits outside in what's called Wesley Bolin Plaza that we didn't even get to touch on. And we'll probably uh, do a follow-up episode when the weather's a little bit cooler and we don't burst into flames when we're out there on the plaza. Yeah. Yeah, we did a few of our, our facts from uh, that plaza, but uh, yeah, it was a little, little uncomfortable out there. But I definitely learned a ton on that. Um, the biggest one I liked was the or the, the fact I took away was the, uh, uh, what do they call it, the, the train after after the war, the, the gratitude train. Oh, yeah, that was cool, wasn't it? Yeah. From, was, uh, uh, from World War One, all the stuff from the French families, homes that they put into a... Uh, 50 or 40, 48 different train cars and loaded that up and sent it back to the United States and each state got its own train car. Thankfully, thankfully we were able to find ours. Yeah. So that might be a good, uh, good series of podcasts to go try and hunt them down all the other 47. Wonder if they're still out there somewhere. Hey, if uh, you know where there are these gratitude chains uh hit us up on insta or on uh, facebook and let us know send us a picture or something no definitely definitely a good time what about the nash did you learn anything at the nash Uh, i learned there's different music besides my genre uh i did not uh i gotta say I, I, i didn't i greatly enjoyed it it was absolutely fantastic and i found myself just not only entranced in the music but really just thoroughly enjoying the time there uh, I didn't know the names of the artists and, and so, such that... Uh, we, since since we used your phone and some other things to record that episode, I thought it was funny what you said about listening to us talk about it. What, what did you say? Well, that you didn't have your phone to Google all the names that you uh, kept hearing. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes. So, so my generation, the, uh, the uh, you know, is Google making a stupid generation. Um yeah, did not have the ability to, to Google these names that I normally would. But, uh, it, no, it was cool to see you and, and your wife, Stephanie, and, you know, you guys recognize these names. And um, with uh, with Joel, uh, that would, you know, who runs, what was his official title? The uh, He's like the director of... Jazz in Arizona? Jazz in AZ. Yeah. org. Yeah. Does a great job over there. Fantastic. Beautiful facility, but definitely a great time. Uh, then we actually got us. Stay after so the music that you hear some of the uh, kind of the the closing um, the the bu- bumper music if you will that that we use in that one that was live music we actually recorded from the jazz so that wasn't some uh, that wasn't some just pull it off the the website that was some legitimate uh, improv improvisation right there. You know what I like mostly about the Nash is just the 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 emphasis on education. Emphasis on music education and, and getting that out there in the world. Yeah. Oh, and just the, the wider... I mean, shoot, we were there that night. There was multiple different ages and people with different backgrounds. 
foreign politicians. Yeah, the former mayor of Phoenix. Um, I forget his I'll name I'll name names. Doug but, uh, you know, yeah, there's another individual there. Uh, yeah. And, um, yeah, just that, again, jazz is not just a, does not appeal to just simply one demographic. It's uh, And it doesn't just live in one particular city. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah. In fact, we posed that question uh, to, to Joel, you know, that we, Phoenix will, will put themselves up against the best of them, right? So. There's a lot of great, great music in Phoenix. Yeah. So a lot of people don't realize that Chicago has snow. And a lot of people don't like to live in the snow. So. Chicago snows? No <laughs> they, way. They come to Phoenix to get out of it. Imagine Get that. out of the polar vortex. Yeah, it was uh, that was a that was a great episode. That was a great episode. What about uh, Hugo Medina? So I didn't get to attend the Hugo Medina. That was during one that I was not able to get to. Um, but it seemed like you thoroughly enjoyed it. I mean, we heard we heard his name as well at uh, when we did the Foundry. A lot of his work that he did, obviously, he's a well-known artist around town. But that that was your album. Talk, talk a little more about that. What I thought was great. And again, I, I didn't. I don't know much about the the actual art scene here in Phoenix, but between the Foundry and and the Hugo Medina episode, I really got a a good grasp. That it, it was just the the whole downtown Roosevelt area with the arts and culture and, and music is just so freaking cool. I uh, I. Wallace and Ladmo was a great kids' television show here in the Phoenix area. Showing your age, Rob Lamb. And I wasn't, I wasn't around for it. Yeah, that sure. Was, uh, okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. But, That's fine. But I think that they went off. The, <laughs> I think they went off the air actually the year that I moved here. But they were icons in the Phoenix area. I mean, kids from the 1950s all the way through to the to the 90s watched. Wallace and Ladmo and got their Ladmo bags when they got to go down to the station and and they just it was their way of just <clears throat> having something tangible in their childhood and, and Wallace and Ladmo were famous absolutely famous and Hugo Medina painted the the mural of Wallace and Ladmo down in uh, downtown Phoenix and he's painted several different murals i think he said something like 35 different murals around wow. town so uh i don't know uh, i'll have to re-listen to the episode yes yeah. so uh, but uh, but that that was that was fantastic just getting to hear about the arts and the culture and and a depth of something that i don't a world that i want to kind of learn more about but don't have the the real on a normal day-to-day -day basis, don't have the time to delve into. Right. So it was really, really need to hear that. Yeah. And also to a side of Phoenix that I don't think many people see and I don't think many people even know exists, right? You grew up in the suburbs, you don't know that part of town is there and you assume that kind of culture and that kind of art is reserved for a Los Angeles or a New Orleans or a Philadelphia, yeah. New York and on and on. I mean, a fifth largest city in the Dangon country with the best name, Phoenix. I'll put that name up against any other city name out there. Um, and we have this culture. You know, we have art. We got so so. If somebody says Phoenix doesn't have a culture, they're they're wrong. They're wrong. They're, they just haven't gotten out of their house. So, 
That was great. Uh, and I'm realizing too, season three was a season of Mike's. We have uh, Mike from the that we met at the, the Fry Building. We have Mike from uh, Foundry, and then we have Mike from uh, State Forty Eight. That's, that's a, right. That's a lot of mics. That's more mics than we use on the show. <laughs> I was going to name my son Mike at one point. No, I, I wasn't really going to do that's that. That's my brother's but... name, actually. My brother's name is Mike. Solid name. Yep, absolutely. So, so our, our buddy uh, Mike, Mike Bell. Yeah. From uh, at uh, so he's a. Uh, he has a regular job. He has a regular job, so he he's he's passionate about it and volunteers his time. Unpaid, it sounds like, right? Yeah, I mean, he volunteers his time completely unpaid at the Arizona State Library. Yeah, and what and we're we're gonna get we're gonna get uh, her on the show, but what's amazing about the Arizona State Library is that they've got documents from 1856 to current. I think they in fact go past 1856. I don't know, but they have got documents like before the Civil War on Arizona. Long time ago. And, and Mike just cruises through them and chases yeah. a rabbit hole. And you, you'll um, hear Mike on this uh, on this podcast again. I guarantee <clears> you that. Whether it's with something, he's uh, always got some stuff. Follow him on um, <coughs> social media. He's got some great information about it. But you know, particularly the the Fry Building downtown, which is the building now occupied by uh, Dan Marley's um, Marley Bar and Grill. Um, the, hearing the history of that, you know the. The uh, what do we what do we title episode the um, um, murder mystery murder mystery and of, mayhem uh, no marriage murder and mayhem yeah, mischief some, yeah, we, something like that yeah yeah that was good stuff um, so, yeah, good, good stuff on that just hearing the history of you know, all all this stuff that predates Arizona as a state um, and, and to hear that where Phoenix Symphony Hall is there's uh, used to be the used to be the ice house. <laughs> right. I mean, I always knew that that place was cool, but you know, marriage, murder, and mischief. There we go. Yeah, marriage, murder, and mischief. Yeah. That that lady was prolific. Found a way, whether, and again, there was no uh, no blame to be passed, at least no. not in that episode. But uh, clearly, a woman that had a uh, impact to the point that, upon her passing, the. Uh, Flags around the uh, around the state were Lord Half Mass, so clearly there's a very influential figure in that. Um, and just hearing too, you know, we're sitting out, sitting in the patio, eating tacos, and, and you know, not even a hundred years before that, uh, maybe right about a hundred years, whatever, right? Um, hearing all the the craziness that went in that very very area there, right? <laughs> you know, yeah. I, again, you, you think that kind of history deserved for for back east, but. Uh, Again, I mean, it's only only what maybe five or six blocks away from from uh, Chase Field and right down the road, the light rails are talk, right by it. Talking Stick uh, Arena. Yep. And uh, so it definitely had definitely had the flavor, and you know, I don't know, maybe back in the day there was a streetcar that continued to roll down the streets like that. So yeah, so that was a good time. We thank you for that, Mike. Again, we'll we will have him back on here. Uh, then we also had, uh, and after that was the foundry. Julie and Mike were were remarkable. Yeah. Super gracious hosts. There's a reason why those nice people are in the hospitality industry. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and to see the passion, you know, you could tell Julie clearly uh, loved her job. Mike, uh, geez, you would let Mike talk for, for longer about the art. I'm 
you'd be glad to do so and show you everything we are there. But just that hotel was, was super cool. You know, it's a boutique in every sense of the word. You know, even the uh, the, uh, the the name, the room, the number. room numbers. Yeah, yeah. Even the, every single one of those is unique. The entire hotel, you know, unheard of, right? <laughs> so the amount of detail and attention to detail was just uh, was fantastic. I think that my favorite thing besides the match bar was that freaking Burtony picture. That's stinking <laughs> hilarious. That is absolutely hilarious. You can check that out um, on the website, of course. You can see the picture of Burtony. Um, but that that's <laughs> just the imagination. I mean, it definitely does set the set the tone for when you walk into the hotel. Yeah. It's just a, just a good vibe. It's just don't take yourself too seriously. And what do they what do they say? Come here to find yourself. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. yeah. And to think that that was once a, a Best Western, an eight-story Best Western. I never saw an eight-story Best Western in my life. Right. But uh, stayed in plenty of them when I was a kid. My son loves Best Western because Buzz Lightyear, you know, apparently. Oh, really? I didn't know Best that. Western. Yeah, I didn't know that either oh, until he always wanted to stay at a Best Western. But I'm more partial to Foundry than Best Western. No offense to Best Western if they're... What I like about this whole kind of season... In fact, I, I kind of redid the trip with uh, with a couple of friends of mine and my wife. But we hopped in on the light rail and at like 19th Avenue and Dunlap. And it's a great part of town. Well, it's a great place to catch the light rail. So we were we were on our way to to Tempe to go do a little margarita crawl and other thing. Things in that area too. But. And <laughs> and. And we decided that uh, we didn't want to take chance in driving, so uh, we, we thought we would uh, try new things. And we went, we took an Uber to the light rail station, hopped on a light rail for 16 bucks. We rode it all the way to Tempe, but we got off at the, the foundry uh, stop there at uh, Roosevelt and First Street. And we, we went over to Fair Trade Cafe. We'll talk about that in a minute. We went over to Fair Trade Cafe. Swung through the foundry. I showed them all that, and then, um, and then, we, we as we rode by, I was pointing out some other things. But made it all the way over to Tempe, and hop on and off the, the light rail as we went because, you know, uh, it's summer and, and you get thirsty, so you need to stop. Through margaritas. <laughs> margaritas. Or something. Margaritas or something. and water. You know. Yeah. So, but the the, the what's nice about that. The foundry is like if you want to go to a ball game on a on a on a like a weekend night, book yourself a room at the foundry, take the light rail into there, go down to the ball game on the light rail, do all your drinking, have all your fun, get back on the light rail, get off at the foundry, go get in your room and chill out, or go to the swimming pool, or go to the match bar and yeah. and have some more uh, uh, adult beverages. Uh, and in, in uh, libations, and have have some fun. So it's just uh, it's it was just what was, what was neat is that you put everything together and you could just have a have a great evening in downtown Phoenix. Now, when when you were a kid, what was downtown like? The only thing I really remember of downtown was you know, going to Suns game at the old uh, AWA, the America West Arena. Did you go? Did you ever go to the Purple Palace? Purple Palace, man. Charles. Sir Charles. No, no. Not, was that Purple Palace? Was that the... 
uh, was that's was that, that no, the AWA? Yes. Or was that the Rob? Rob. Where's Veterans what? Memorial Coliseum? Well, that's a madhouse on McDowell. Oh, that's the freaking. I am not a native. So if you haven't noticed, there's a native and there's a not so native, and some man that would try to say a purple. AWA man, if you look at it, it's purple. Oh, that's right. It's that's purple, right, and yeah. they wore purple. Charles, Sir Charles. Pope I remember Palace. Sir Charles Barkley. In fact, I always, whenever I'm teaching, terrible. Like, it's a terrible sure, memory. It was terrible, 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 terrible. Those girls in San Antonio, they're terrible. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> anyway. San Antonio did knock us out of the playoffs a couple times. That was... Like that Robin Ory, man, like, Czech, Nash, that was... Dude, that was... That was flipping that, rock. What was it Stern? Marley. Thunder, 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 yeah, this, is that, this is the Steve Nash shoes. Oh, Steve Nash. Yeah. Steve Nash, Amari... Mm-hmm. Man, freaking David, David Stern. That guy still gets booed. That guy's garbage. David, hey, I'm okay with hey. that. You know, what about KJ? Kevin Johnson. While, while he was here, he was fantastic. Yep. Um, yep. Okay, yeah. so, so moving on. So <laughs> clearly, clearly, he's so slightly passionate about the Phoenix Suns. Downtown during uh, during my younger years was uh, not a place he was going to hang out with. You know. Place, place you go down from. there, you know, you would uh, make eye contact, you would go to the game, and you would go right to your car and get out of there, you know? No nightlife. No, not at all. I mean, not the, not the kind of nightlife that you would want to know more about. No, I've heard that. So. <laughs> I, remember, I remember taking a uh, gal to a Vince Gill concert down there, and, and she was a native. And as soon as the concert let out, I was trying to, Look around and lollygag and rubberneck and she says, Rob, we gotta get out of here. I'm like, why? She says, you don't want to be out here after everybody leaves. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. now, but now it's fan freaking tastic. Oh yeah, light rail and condos gonna blow the place, <clears throat> so they're breaking ground another high rise down there. So uh, we gotta go down and check out Cityscape and the hashtag DTPHX. Yeah. Love to talk to those people. Yeah. A little just, ice cream on. On which we learned from uh, in that episode that uh, the Cityscape Ice Rink was not the first ice rink in downtown. Well, he said it was either a ice rink or a roller rink, but yeah, whatever. Yeah, who cares? It was ice. across the street from the uh, ice in a <laughs> desert before there was air conditioning. That's impressive to me. I'll take it. I'll take it as well. I'll so, take it as well. Well, the Foundry fantastic hotel again. Uh, um, you know, I, I lo- enjoy going to Vegas for well obvious reasons, but the biggest thing I like about Vegas is the uh, the accommodations. You know, the attention to detail. You know, like the Cosmopolitan and such is relatively unmatched, but then you go to like place like the Foundry in Phoenix, Arizona, on Roosevelt Row, it's 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 on par with that. And the smell, oh, got a good old scent. Get some scent sticks when you go. Yeah, those are that's uh, that's pretty remarkable. So right across the street, then with Fair Trade, and that was another one that I was not able to attend. But you had a uh, special guest with you on that one. Yeah, so Fair Trade. Met with Stephanie Vasquez, or Vasquez, sorry. And then we also had special guests from Local First Arizona. We had Kendall Jones there talking about what it's like, what it was like 10, 13 years ago to start a, start a business in downtown Phoenix, especially a coffee shop in downtown Phoenix. And just, the, just hearing Stephanie's story of... What got her interested in the idea of fair trade coffee yeah. and that concept? I think, you know, she was doing fair trade coffee before being fair trade was cool. Yeah. 
So <clears throat> I think that that was a fantastic story. She's got a great story. And how she partnered with Local First Arizona, and Local First Arizona helped her in some ways to be able to reach into the community, and we definitely learned a little bit more about Local First Arizona in that episode as well. Right. So it was great. Yeah, that was a great episode, hearing about, again, her her journey from an educator to uh, to an entrepreneur, to a small business owner, you know, and she's, what's the average uh, small business is, what, two to three years in uh they fail by five, yeah. Okay. Well, she's she's clearly done a bit better than that. So we wish her all the best and continued success. Well, thanks to Kendall for uh, filling in for my co-hosting duties at the time. And if you hear the when you hear the espresso machine working or the the frother, or nah, I'm sucking making coffee maker noises. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, I know. So anyway. Uh, the uh, the the espresso machine was being operated that evening by Stephanie's daughter. There, there you go. Forty-eight packs. Forty-eight packs. That was great. That was and, a good time. Uh, and there after we had again one of the other mics, third mic of the season, uh, Mr. Mike. I'm just gonna call him Spank. Mike Spank. Can't pronounce <laughs> the entire name. Listen to the podcast and he'll pronounce it appropriately for you. But uh, one of the co-founders of State Forty Eight, the clothing line. If you've walked around, if you've lived in Arizona, uh, Phoenix, you've been to our Suns game, a Diamondbacks game especially, they've, they've, they've been killing that the last couple of years with the partnership they have there. You've, you've seen State 48 and the iconic logo that, uh, that they've created there. And the name, I mean, just, you know, State 48 seems to have a ring to it. Like State 49, not cool. State 1, still not cool. You know, state of Texas. Hey now, so it just doesn't have the same, hey, same hey thing now. to it, right? Hey state now. forty-eight. So, hey uh, now. Um, get a rope. But that, that was cool. See, not only obviously personal fan with the brand and want to want to rep anything about my uh, my home home state that I possibly can, um, but also vicariously living through Mike and uh, success there. And I had my my clothing line back in the day. Oh yeah, that, no uh, dice. <laughs> No dice. Buddy Robbie Reed and Caleb started it up, and then we had uh, Buddy Johnny uh, there later with it. Never quite did a whole lot with it, but it was fun uh, to experience it. Um, that was a different era, a different time, but uh, it was cool to hear his story, hear their journey um, to, to what they are today. And the same things, you know, small business, want to wanna support um, the local town and, and show the love for Arizona. What I thought was funny was that my. When he's telling the story of how they came up with the name. He didn't know that it was uh, 48 State. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Mike. A little, uh... <laughs> man, no, I'm not bashing you. I just, I didn't know it either, man, uh, he for a long time, it. bro. He yeah, exactly. So he didn't volunteer, uh, yeah. I got hanging out with Tillman. You know, the, the, again, big dog. Uh, big dog, but of course the name. You know, I got another uh, Arizona hero. So again, you know, uh, if you want I did not know that you could go into their... Like that they had a retail shops. Yeah. I, I did not know that. Like, yeah, so we got to hang out in the Chandler location. They have a... Uh, one on the, Arizona uh, Avenue. Love yeah, it. Look at that. Love it. And they had the one in uh, Churchill, the uh, shipping containers downtown. Of course, you can pick them up, uh, pick them up online, uh, all of the uh, sporting events, you'll see them. And like I, I'm 
have a hat in most of our uh, episodes. You'll be seeing a State 48 hat. So that was a good time to and chat with him and hear that story and, and wish them continued success. I think that they did. They're, they're doing great things. And, and you know, creating a, a clothing line. You know, that, that's got to be hard. I mean, I, I think back to, like, when when some of these other clothing lines came out, like Guess or, uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm not tying them to the same thing, but no, no, I'm thinking about, just, thinking about how, hard, how hard it is. I uh, show them age, yeah. 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 Or we're, back we're, when we're, jeans uh, were invented. Yeah, 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 F1. Anyway, <laughs> it is family show, so we can be, you know, family friendly. Not explicit. That's right, that's right. But you know, I mean, just just the idea of starting a clothing line—that's that. I think I think that that's remarkable. Yeah, like, I think uh, in there, and there's another plug to local first. They're a local first member, which is how oh, we yeah. got connected. Yep. Uh, you see their collab T-shirts that they do with yeah anybody that wants to wants to rep the the local local brands. So they got a lot of cool ones out there. I gotta tell you that Kendall Jones did help us get quite Kendall Jones from Local First Arizona. She definitely helped us get quite a few of the contacts that we needed. Yeah. So that was that was very helpful. Definitely appreciated that, and just uh, just made doing the podcast a lot a lot easier. Love that. Let's see. We did. Um, what else did we do? Oh, this one was this. I mean, they're all cool. Don't get me wrong, but this one was really really neat. The the Rossin House. And downtown Phoenix? Yeah. That was a fantastic episode. It was uh, the... More tea. Thanks so much. You, you, you getting more tea in the middle of our cut here? I need need more tea. I'm going to listen to you babble. So, you know, <laughs> drive my mouth out a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Well... Again, well, we're we recording live in location at Red's Bar and Grill. Red's Bar and Grill here in the Wigwam in beautiful Litchfield, Is that Bar, lightning Arizona. Yeah, it's lightning. Hopefully, this t- we're doing a time lapse video. Then we're going to tie that. up with this on That's our be uh, money right there. On our, um, we we created Social. a YouTube channel, and we're going to put it up on there. And we want to put the audio there, so at least you can watch the beautiful sunset into the cloud. Oh yeah, dude, that was great. That's so we're recording comments. this at the end of August. August the twenty seventh, twenty seventh, twenty eighth. 28th. 28th. Oh, Lordy. Right, thanks so much. Okay. Yes, we are. Thank you very much. No, you're doing fine. What's your name? Tell your name for the people listening. My name's Rihanna. Rihanna, over here at Red's Bar and Grill. She's a not-so-native. Yep, she's also not a native. California. California. Yeah. So, what brought you out here? Parents. Oh. My dad got a job out in Phoenix. In Phoenix? Packed up and moved down here in 2001. So you loaded up the truck again. You moved to Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah. <laughs> and where are you going to school at now? Uh, Phoenix College right now. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, nice. So we got two two more years left pushing through. Oh, there you go. So when you come to Red's Bar and Grill in Litchfield, ask for Rihanna. Yes. Yeah. I'm always here. And tell her that uh, <laughs> tell her that you found her on the Not So Native podcast. Mm-hmm. Cool. <laughs> Thank you. Guys. Okay. Thank you. So again, with August 28th, Robin is incorrect dates. Um, we haven't had what we've had what maybe a couple of monsoon 
storm this entire season. Yeah, it's been really, really So uh, everybody's out there watching their car, hoping to pray to the rain gods for some <laughs> rain. And, uh, Stub. Who knows, man? Maybe uh, maybe that's going to happen right now. So. But but we're doing a time-lapse video of the golf course area here at the Reds Bar Grill. And the clouds have now just moved east and south enough that you can start to see the lightning in them. And hopefully, hopefully, when we put this up on our YouTube channel, Not So Native, we will be able to, you'll be able to see this and hear it at the same time. So that'd be pretty cool. Oh, thanks for that description, Rob. Eh? Yeah, that's, that's what I do. I'm a helper. Yeah. I'm a helper. So we met at the Rosson House, a Victorian style house. It was wonderful experience. We, we, we met them. We met uh, Katie Delahoyt. I'm always poor at pronouncing last names. So okay, so Katie and Jennifer Hans at the Rosson House after one of their special tours called Victorian Secrets. Ooh. I, I highly recommend it. It will be highly entertaining. That that one is a, uh, that's not the family tour. No, no, that's On definitely that an one. adult tour. Yeah, yeah. But that one was incredibly entertaining. They finish it up the with. Uh, they finish it up with wine, cheese, and crackers, and a little you know. caricature. How do you yeah. not pronounce it? Huh? Caricature. Sure. How do you pronounce that board? The board, like of the meats. Sherry shooter. I don't know, man. That's freaking hilarious. Well, shows, smorgasbord? Shows how much... Uh, smorgasbord? How fancy A cornucopia of items? Uh, that's a cornucopia is a thing. Shootery. Like, and like uh, Thanksgiving, Shootery. there's like this shoe thing, and they shove all the food in it. Yeah, it's not that's a cornucopia. Yeah, yeah, it's so great. But a, a smorgasbord is a variety of different meats and things like that on there. Not a smorgasbord then, at all. And then... <laughs> And then, and then there's, and then there's the wine. We're gonna ask Rihanna. Ask Rihanna what that is. Uh, uh, she's, she's a professional server. Maybe shooter, she'll know. Shootery. Anyway, um, very entertaining to uh, to hear the stories of that. So if you, if you get a chance to uh, to take the Victorian secret, uh, it's very good. Especially the uh, the host uh, make it all um, make it worth it. Make it fun. And honestly, even some of the. The, the, the guests, guests. Make, guess make it entertaining. We were there. There was a, a variety of different people, male and female, that were in attendance. Yep. And they were definitely quite entertaining. Mm -hmm. so. so then on to the Rossin House, again, Heritage Square. Oh, so. Rossin House. I, I, you know, I've lived here for 27 years and had never been there. And I'm sure that there's a lot of people here who will say, you know, I've lived here for a long time or I've lived here for a short time and I've seen this house and I don't know anything about it. And it was built by one of the first territorial mayors of the city of Phoenix. Yeah. And then uh, he happened to be a doctor. And in the, the, was it upstairs or it was in the bottom? It was down in the bottom. Yeah. In the back room. He had his office and there was a plethora. There's another big word for you there. A plethora of interesting medical instruments that they used in his time frame and that they were cutting edge back in the day uh, no pun intended good god well in uh, <laughs> the turn cuddlers we cut it off 
and our new friend Katie would uh, could share a little more some of the uh, what they used to like to to remove, remove wrinkles. You would put um, oh yeah, all the different chemicals and yeah, I don't know. poisons nowadays that you yeah. put on your face. <laughs> Mercury, I don't know, probably whatever, yeah. but uh, all kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah, but that was definitely very cool to hear the history with that. To hear, uh, well, you know, the Higleys, uh, one of them. Uh, one of the family that believe, right? And yeah, that lived got, there. Yeah, and they're they're big names here in the Phoenix um, area. You got, you got town, you know, named after them. And it's right, uh, so it's right by the Arizona Science Center, um, Pizzeria Del Bianco. Right there by the Right across the, the, the way, yep. So, um, you know. So many good things to do there in that area. And just hang around. And sometimes uh, during the cooler months, they actually dress up in period garb. So that's kind of neat. Yeah. And walk around in that area. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was definitely very interesting to hear. Hear about the history of the house and, you know, it was built to, again, period specific. And, and again, you, you're you Victorian. And if you think anything with the states, you think back east, you know, New England, you know. And I was in Boston and going out there, like, you see that kind of stuff, right? But you don't think Phoenix, Arizona with our cacti and tumbleweeds to see, uh, to see uh, Victorian homes, but that was uh, that Victorian as a comeback then, you know. So you lived here for thirty-two years. Yeah. Had you ever been here? Been there? I've driven by it multiple times. You look at it and you go, "What the heck is that?" Yeah, that's the same thing I did. But once you get inside Whoa. there, and by the way, in that whole area, that whole square, yeah, you got the Heritage House or the the Rawson House, but you got other people's homes as well, and they'll. They give you, you could get a guided tour. They'll walk you through all the different homes and, and what was happening in certain areas. And um, there's a couple of the carriage houses where they would store the, the you know, the kind of the library stuff, the horses and carriages and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, now they stuff. got coffee shops down there and again, the pizza places, right? Again, we mentioned Pizza Radio Bianco. Yeah, you can definitely get uh, your flavor of, of food down there as well. Yeah. So that's that's really cool. Yeah. Check them out. Listen to that episode. That was a good one. I got to tell you, though, this each season of the podcast, and hopefully our listeners will agree, but each season of the podcast, I think that we keep getting better and better. You know, and it just may be my own blinders, but I, I, I mean, you're getting much better at editing out all my cuss words, and you're, no, I'm just teasing. Your head does get bigger and bigger enough. You have to go to more outdoor spaces, you yeah. know, when, uh, yeah. When Rob Lamb's talking, yeah, in absolutely. his radio voice, absolutely. But then we go from from here, season four. Stay tuned. Season four is going to be great. We're gonna we're gonna swing up into the middle part of the state, and uh, the western middle part of the state. We're gonna go into uh, a couple. We're gonna stop at Arcosanti. We're gonna stop at. The Verde Canyon Railway. We're going to hang out in Old Town Cottonwood with this author by the name of Roger Naylor, N A Y L O R. If you want to Google him and YouTube him, you can pick him up there. But he is a wealth of information about Arizona. We are certainly looking forward to that. And you'll be able to even see some of our stuff. On YouTube, because again, we've got the YouTube channel, Not So Native. Check it out over there. 
and subscribe so that when we put up videos about these places, because people kept telling us, send us emails, chiming in on our, our Instas and socials, saying we want to see videos of these places. So we're going to work that in as best we can. Uh, again, we're learning, so that's what we're doing here. Aaron, closing remarks? No, definitely a great episode. Again, it's excited for a uh, great season, excuse me. Excited for uh, season four and getting out, of, uh, getting out of Phoenix a little bit, checking out some more things. So be a good time. If I had a Willie Nelson clip, I'd play On the Road Again. Uh, we better end it right there, but Aaron. Um, I'm glad you don't have a Willie Nelson clip. You, you, better, you better hit the stop button. Have a great day, everybody. Thanks again to our sponsors in Season 3, Credit Union West and MLR Professional Tax and Accounting Service. Check them out on their respective websites. Have a great day. tired of being stuck doing your own payroll and bookkeeping? Do you want more free time? Call Mary and her team at MLR Pro Tax and Accounting, 623-505-7141. They can help. MLR Pro Tax and Accounting provides year-round payroll and bookkeeping services to make tax time a breeze. Call Mary today so you can get out and explore more. 623-505-7141. Thank you for joining us here at the Not So Native Podcast. Be sure to check us out on our website, notsonativepodcast.com, and leave a comment or two. Also, follow us on social media to get the latest update on our adventures. Until next time. Until next time.